My entitled mother threatens to make me homeless if I didn't date the girl that she was planning to force me to marry, and I could not be more shocked and appalled at what goes down. Here's what happened. When I was 16 years old, my mother kicked me out of the house. I never really went into detail as to why I was kicked out, though, but that changes today. First, a little bit of backstory. My mom, as most people in my life would know, is a religious fanatic. However, I am not. Do you see the problem here? My mother hates the fact that I refuse to let religion into my heart. I'm sorry, but it's just not my thing. I respect people who wish to practice religion, but for me, it's not something I want to do. Before my dad died, my mother was unable to force me into religion because my father is a big believer that people are entitled to their own belief. And when my father passed away, it made my life a living nightmare having to deal with my mother. I'll spare you the details on most things, but every time I complained, she would pull the exact same line each time. She would say, I am your mother, and I am the reason that you're alive. You must honor thy mother and thy father. So if you don't do that, you have no business living in my house. And I wasn't really looking to get kicked out, so I had no choice but to comply with her wishes. I had my older sister to vent to on the phone, but she lived far away because she and my brother-in-law were looking after her sick mother-in-law. So there wasn't much she could do to try and help the situation. I never told my friends or anyone for that matter what my mom was doing because I was so scared I would get kicked out. What brought things to head is when I came back from school one time and saw some random girl I've never met before sitting on the couch in the house. My mom introduced me to this girl and told me that this is the daughter of a woman she recently made friends with. She then told me that I was going to take her out to go see a movie that was showing that night. And at this point, I was kind of in a state of shock because this was completely out of the blue. To counter this unwanted date, I told my mom that I was planning on going over to my best friend's house to study, but my mother demanded that I was going to take her out and that this was going to be good for me. And weirdly enough, the girl was just smiling throughout the entire interaction, and I honestly felt so bad that I called up my friend and told him that I wasn't going to be able to study with him and that we have to do it another time. And while he did seem a little upset over that, overall he completely understood where I was coming from. The date itself wasn't horrible per se, but the girl was awfully clingy to me the entire time and called me these weird nicknames. And she got upset when I corrected people who assumed she was my girlfriend. When I got back, I decided that this wasn't something I was ever going to deal with ever again. My mom asked me how it went and I told her I don't plan on doing that again. She then asked me why and so I told her that I just don't want to. This girl isn't someone that I'm interested in. My mom told me that I was being ridiculous and that I'll get used to it and that I need to show more respect to my future partner. And at this point, I was really confused. I asked my mom what on earth she was talking about and she told me that she and her mom agreed that we would be perfect for each other and that we would be the perfect married couple together and if I was shocked by the prearranged date the fact that I had some kind of prearranged marriage absolutely blew my mind I told her that that is absolutely not happening I said I am only 16 years old and this is way too early for me to be thinking about marriage she told me that as my mother she knows best and that she's apparently picked the perfect partner for me but I refused. I said, I am not dating that girl. My mom pulled her usual line of needing to honor thy mother and thy father and that she'll kick me out if I don't comply. I told her that she can't force me to do this, but she told me that she knows what's best. And if I don't like it, then I have to make a decision regarding my future in this household. I then went to my room to think about what on earth just happened. I called my sister and told her what was going on. And my sister knows that I don't want to get kicked out because I was scared 
of what would happen, but she knocked some sense into me and told me that I have to stand up to my mom and that if my mom does kick me out, I still have a strong support system in my father's side of the family. And to be honest, it is true. The reason I never stood up to my mom till now was because I was afraid of getting kicked out. Because of that, I never realized how strong the support of my family truly is. I love my father's family so much and most of my maternal family had my back as well. Even my best friend told me that it's time to stop pandering to my mom's dictatorship. And so I did. The next morning, my mom asked me if I've come to my senses and I told her, no, I'm not dating that girl. My mom then went off. She screamed and said that she got that girl for me and that I'm an ungrateful brat and that if I just accept religion, I won't be corrupted anymore. I then shouted back saying, listen, I am done with your religion. Ever since dad passed away, you've done nothing but impose it on me and threaten me with homelessness each time I have a problem with it. I've put up with it till now, but I've had enough of subjecting myself to this garbage, even though I hate it. I am completely done with this. I want nothing to do with it anymore. And when I said that, my mom was completely shocked and she had this look on her face as if I just hit her with a bus. She screamed at me and told me if that's how it is, then I can get out as my corrupt being has no place in a sanctuary like her house. So I did. I packed up my stuff and I left. I went to my paternal aunt's house and when I told her what happened, she was shocked. Mainly because she knew my mom was crazy when it comes to religion, but she never thought she'd go this far. My aunt called my mom and ripped into her, said a lot of choice words directed at her and basically left my mom crying. My mom didn't even offer a real defense. She just cried and said that everyone hates her, claiming that everyone is against her. It didn't go well for her in the aftermath, as once my maternal family got wind of what happened, they all cut her off. Apparently, my maternal grandfather went ballistic and called her up and shouted all kinds of obscenities. But as of now, I'm 18 years old, going on 19. I'm living life with my aunt, my uncle, and my cousin. Things are going good for me, but my only regret was not getting help sooner. Because when I look back, I feel like an idiot for not realizing that I had such a strong family support system right behind me. You know you suck at following your religion when your instinct is to throw your kid out on the street all because they don't want to date some weird girl that you found for them. This lady actually was trying to have a prearranged marriage for her 16-year-old kid. I mean, how ridiculous and toxic is that? I definitely give some props to the original poster because that must have been a really hard situation to be stuck in. But they showed so much courage moving forward and getting out of that situation and deciding to move in with their family because no one should have to deal with that, especially when their family member is some religious zealot who's using their belief system as a weapon against their children. It's good to see they were able to get away from them and move on from that garbage situation. I absolutely hate my boyfriend's house and I'm dreading moving in with him and I honestly don't know what to do. So my boyfriend and I have been together for six years. Our relationship has been great. We get along well and have common interests and don't really get into fights very much. We are pretty happy together and we have very good futures ahead of us. We've been through everything together. I love him very much and everything was going so well for us. But there is an issue. I have known that my boyfriend has wanted me to move out of my parents' house for a while now. Last year, I had a family tragedy that kind of set me back emotionally from moving out altogether. I figured that I would need another year or so so that I could make the move and make it official. However, my boyfriend went ahead and bought a house anyways. While he lives extremely close, I definitely was a bit hurt that he made this big life decision without me. It also didn't help that I didn't love the house or the area it was in. I was grieving my family tragedy still and was just not in the place to deal with this. It just 
felt unfair to me because inevitably this would eventually be my house too and I really didn't have a choice in the matter but I really tried to get over it because I didn't want to destroy his accomplishment. I just wanted this to be our decision together but that honestly felt ripped completely out of my hands. I guess it was hard to process my grief and yet another big thing in my life getting decided for me without warning or say. Anyway, during the home renovation process, I did have a fair amount to say in terms of the decor, the furniture, as well as the colors inside the house. So that was definitely appreciated. However, this house just never felt like a home because it wasn't what I had envisioned for both of us. Again, I really tried to look on the bright side of things here. Now that the renovations are done, he lives here. My boyfriend isn't the cleanest. I like things clean and organized and the house just doesn't feel like a home. Every time I come here, something needs to be cleaned, put away, folded. It's to the point where I dread coming over. Could I come here and not do anything? Sure, but then it will never get done or just get worse before he finally does address it. I just don't want it to get to that point because dirty houses make me anxious and it's hard to picture this house being mine one day because I just hate it here completely. And now, the kicker that made this 100 times worse, after begging him not to, he gets a puppy. I asked him to hold off on making this purchase and investment because he just started living in this house alone for the first time in his life and needed to adjust to a routine. Also, his work hours are crazy. Don't get me wrong, this dog is adorable, but naturally he's a lot of work and he's very messy, obviously. Basically, this puppy is now the focus and the house upkeep is on the back burner. That was already the problem and now with a dog, it's magnified. We've been fighting so much because of this dog. He's completely turned our world upside down and makes me dread moving in even more. I love the dog, but just didn't ask for this commitment. Again, I'm grieving and I just don't want any of this right now. Am I being selfish or something? I've tried to tell my boyfriend how I feel, but he constantly shoots down my feelings and tells me that all I do is complain and makes me feel like garbage for starting a fight. The point is, what do I do? I can't imagine moving into a house that doesn't feel like a home. Am I being dramatic? Was it unfair for my boyfriend to make all of these decisions by himself, knowing that they would affect my life since clearly we planned a future together? What should I do? Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. There's a lot going on here because it sounds like the boyfriend is completely neglectful to your feelings. You are literally grieving the loss of a family member. There was a tragedy in your family and he's just moving forward and doing all of this stuff all of the sudden. It just doesn't seem fair. You would think he would be willing to wait for you to try and get things going together. But he's making these decisions for himself and not for both of you. And that's completely unfair to your situation as well as what you plan on doing with him. And these are not cheap investments. They both involve really big commitments with time and energy. Not only keeping a house clean as well as taking care of a house, but also there's now a puppy in that house that's probably destroying everything within its sight. And that's not fair for you at all. It seems like things are moving way too fast in my opinion, and I just don't think it's a good idea to move into that house without letting him know exactly how you feel about the situation. You need to explain to him again, it seems like, that this is all moving too fast for you and you're just not comfortable with the way things are going. And if after that, he's 
still doesn't want to listen and he just gaslights you into thinking that this is your problem, then there's clearly something wrong on your boyfriend's end when it comes to this relationship. If I was in your shoes and my significant other had done all of these things without asking me or even consulting me to try and organize it and then demanded that I move into that house, I simply would not do it. I would let him know quite clearly that this is moving too fast and that I am incredibly uncomfortable with this. If anything, it would not be a bad idea to get your own place and try and take this slowly and carefully because it seems like he's trying to sign you up for stuff that you're not ready for. And I genuinely think if you want this relationship to last, he needs to understand your side of things and not try and force you into what he wants. My boyfriend owes me about $2,000 and at this point, I honestly don't know how to address the situation. I am a 19-year-old female and my boyfriend is 24 years old and we've been dating for about six months. Before I met my current boyfriend, I had only ever been in one awful two-month relationship and had never really had an actual boyfriend. Five months ago, it felt like I had finally gotten what I'd been waiting for my entire life. He took me on an amazing first date. He was so sweet and funny. He was super, super attractive and exactly my type. He would grab me from behind and give me hugs every five minutes. He would call me beautiful and his dream girl over and over. And he just cared about me and was getting to know me so much. Every guy I had ever been with before him was just a hookup or eventually became uninterested. So him putting so much into our first date meant so much to me. We quickly started dating and it was an amazing first month. We really had no issues until he started asking me for money. I knew he didn't have a ton of money and lived paycheck to paycheck. And I had a little bit of money saved up, so I was happy I was able to help him in the first place. It started with an emergency $200 for his car. And then there was an emergency for his bills, which cost me $400. And eventually it got all the way up to $2,000. It got to the point where I was having to ask my sister for money to help him out because even I couldn't afford it. He promised me he would pay me back $100 every week, but he has only paid me $100 of money so far, and it's been five months. I know that this should have been a big warning flag from the beginning, and I should have left him five months ago, but I really just love him so much that I didn't want to leave him. Fast forward to now, and our relationship feels so different. He moved an hour away, so I only get to see him once every two weeks. He sends me text messages about half as much as he used to, even though we barely get to see each other. He doesn't listen or care about anything I say, and I have even caught him commenting weird and flirty things to other girls' TikTok accounts. And that's just the start of it. I've realized how little he actually cares about me, and being with him just makes me sad and miss the relationship that we used to have. I know I need to get out of this relationship at some point, but I know if I break up with him, I am never going to get the money I gave him back. I know it might sound bad and greedy to stay with him just to not lose my money, but I owe my sister $600 from what he owes me, and I work a minimum wage job. I really can't afford to pay her that much out of my savings. Also, I know this sounds sad, but he is one of my only friends right now, and I don't know what I'm going to do without him. I know I'm going to be just as sad and lonely as I was before I started dating him, and I'm going to start hooking up and putting myself in dangerous situations with random people again. I don't know what to do, but I don't want to stay in this awful situation the rest of my life. I just want things to go back to the way they used to be. What should I do? This is a terrible situation because it really seems like you want to stay with this guy, but he's just not being a good boyfriend anymore. And yeah, the first month was great. He was sweeping you off your feet and treating you like an absolute princess. So I don't blame you for having some kind of attachment to this guy, but it seems like he took advantage of your money and took as much as he could before moving an hour away, only to then treat you like garbage. This man treated you like an ATM 
and he got away with it. And you might not want to hear this, but I really don't think you're ever getting that money back. You can ask him, you can try and set up some kind of system where he pays you back, but I really think he got exactly what he wanted out of you, and then he ran out of town. Quite literally. But it's good that you know that you don't want to stay in this relationship, because it does not seem like a healthy one for you specifically. You love him, but he does not love you back in the way that you would want him to. So I don't think it hurts to ask if he can pay anything back towards you, if anything, just to pay your sister back. But once he gives you that money, I really think you should move on and find somebody else. Because this guy does not care about you. And to be completely honest, you can and will find somebody who will treat you right and not just use you as their own personal ATM. Today, I messed up by believing that my dog could talk until the age of 20. And boy, do I feel pretty stupid. This story ended yesterday, but it started around 15 years ago. My parents had had a dog by the name of Blinky, the cutest English Cocker Spaniel you'll ever see. They had this from before I was born, so she was always there while I grew up. We lived pretty remote from everything, and my older sister and I didn't get along at all. So for the first five or six years of my life, I considered Blinky to be my best friend in the world. I don't remember many very specific events with her, but I do remember her always being around and by my side. And by always around, I mean she would even come along when I went to bed or the bathroom. We were perfectly happy. That is until one day my dad pulled a prank on me. And this day I remember very, very vividly. I heard my dad say something to Blinky while he was working in the garden. And I wanted to make fun of him for talking to an animal. But when I tried to, he looked me dead serious in the eyes and told me that of course he talked to Blinky. Why wouldn't he? He then said that Blinky talked to him as well. At first I thought he was joking, but he was so serious about it and I was young and very stupid. So when he kept at it, I started believing him. When I asked still wearily why Blinky didn't talk to me then, he said she was very shy and didn't dare talk to many people. I think he carried on in the garden after that, but I was left dumbstruck. I went on a walk with Blinky and started talking to her and then began asking her to then eventually begging her to talk to me, telling her that she didn't have to be shy and that I would never make fun of her, trying to help her see that she could trust me. But of course, as you could guess it, Blinky remained silent and I was hurt. I know it may sound petty, but I was a type of kid who had a very hard time getting over things and they would probably be very hurt if things went wrong. And this was especially true because my dearest friend in the world wouldn't trust me while she could my dad with whom she wasn't nearly as close to. So I remember going home and bawling my eyes out that night. And indeed, things didn't get back to the way they were after that. Blinky had shown her true colors apparently and I could never fully forgive her or go back to being the closest of buddies like we were before. I didn't hate her or anything like that and would still occasionally play with her, but the close friendship was over. Some years later, when I was about 11 or 12, Blinky finally did pass away. Something was going on with her kidneys and she was pretty old by this point. I was pretty sad at the time because even though we hadn't been that close anymore, she was still our dog. At that time, I didn't actively think about the talking thing that had caused the initial rift, which resulted in my world not really falling apart when she passed away. Fast forward to last night. I'm 20 years old now and I went home to see my parents and my older sister was also there. There aren't a lot of times all of us are together anymore, so when that happens, we tend to get a bit nostalgic and talk about memories from when we were younger. Today, for the first time in years, we were talking about Blinky and the three of them were talking about how great and funny and loyal she was. And I mainly listened until at one point I said without thinking that I didn't really like her that much because she wouldn't talk to me. After I said this, my parents and my sister fell silent. That confused me, bringing my attention to what I had just said. And at that 
that point, it all came together in my head, causing the biggest mind break I've ever had. Only then did I understand my dad's joke and the absurdity of its consequences. Of course, if I had actively thought about it, I would have figured it out way sooner. But the blinky could talk thing had just been in the back of my head all this time since I was young enough to believe it as a passive piece of truth, which had never been questioned or reviewed again until now. So I explained everything that went along with it, and now because of that, my family has continuously made fun of me ever since. Needless to say, I honestly feel pretty stupid. Yeah, I would feel pretty stupid too. It's one thing to have your family be like, oh my gosh, the dog can talk to us. It's another thing entirely to believe that until you're 20 years old. So at least you can have some kind of resolution when it comes to the whole Blinky saga, and hopefully now you realize that it was just a dog and not some super smart sentient being that would only talk to your dad on occasion. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.